yeah, thank you all for joining um, this AMA. Uh, we're excited to have this and, and get your input on on what you would like to see in terms of uh, KPI with options. Uh, Rathos, thank you for taking kind of the lead in this. Uh, did you want to kick this off? Um, yeah, cool. Uh, nothing in particular uh, to start with from my side. Uh, what I'd love to do is open the floor uh, to Chandler to kind of give an intro um, of him and the team. And then uh, we can get into a broad overview of the KPI options. Um, and just so that we all kind of on the same page as to what they are, how they kind of work. Of course, anything else, uh, Chandler and Sean, you want to sort of call out about it or you want to add on, uh, feel free. And then at the um, kind of at the end of that slot, what I would recommend we do is um, we we sort of kind of go through the key points of the doc that was drafted, uh, what could be targeted uh, with KPI options and why we want to target it. This is very much a, sort of a summary of all the discussion that have happened on partnerships and collab channel. And then beyond that, we and then post once we kind of understand what we could target, we can get into the possible mechanisms that were kind of again drafted. Uh, through all the inputs from the community. So uh, after that, we could then hear, uh, you know, additional ideas, Q&A, um, and of course, you know, raise of hands throughout, uh, and we can we can sort of bring you up if, if as and when required. How does that sound, uh, Chandler, uh, Hila, and team? Yeah, sounds perfect to me. Yeah, Chandler? sounds perfect to me too, as well. Uh, th thanks for that intro, Raithers. Um, I want to make sure that we spend a lot of the time engaging with everyone on the call on their ideas uh, that they have around the KPA options and discuss those more. So I'll try to make my section uh, very brief, but um, I'm trying to from the UMA team. I'm joined here by Sean today, and we're just going to be like here to, to kind of hear everyone's ideas around what they think of KPA options and how, they, how, how the key DAO team can create a um, a really cool like KPI option incentive program. So just a very quick overview of what a KPI option is. It's a it's a new type of incentive mechanism that helps a DAO align the community's efforts around what matters the most to the DAO. And we do this with kind of a reward based mechanism and. How it works in practice is the the a protocol, like for example, Uma will lock up a bunch of um, uh, rewards in a contract and um, on the other side mint something called a KPI option, which is just simply a ERC20 token that you kind of can airdrop to, to community members or pay out on a regular basis. However you want to distribute those options, it's really up to kind of how the DAO wants to work with the options. And these options, um, and much like any options in, in, as financial instruments, have a embedded um, KPI in them. So, for example, UMA team had a KPI option that was tied to TVL. And these options are worth more if the TVL of a, of a specific protocol increases. And so TVL is just one simple metric, but... Another way to think about it is if you as a DAO um, have or kind of a trading platform have a different metric like total volume or uh, the number of integrations or the number of users that, that use your platform, 
and you want to increase those numbers, you can you can set that up as a metric. So these KPI options are really flexible on the type of metric that they that that you can create with them. But but really the mechanics behind them is that the more that the cert, uh, the protocol can can increase a certain metric, and this metric is always very important to that protocol. The more rewards they unlock, and and in most cases, these options are given to members of the community or the stakeholders of a DAO that can most effectively move the needle on on how on that specific metric. So let me jump in here real quick, Chandler, and just uh, ask. This is something that if at Cheetah we wanted to use for, say, like to incentivize more people to um, lock up uh, more Matic in the vault or any token that we wanted to target uh, uh, more um, more being locked in our in our vaults. We could use the KPI options to incentivize that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, wait, let's use that that example as a as a kind of uh, a case study. So let's say there's like you know, 10,000 Matic locked up in a particular vault and um, you want to target, let's say, 100,000 Matic over a period of three months. So what you'll say is, all right, we, we're at 10,000 now. We want to get to a um, a target of, of 100,000 and we'll do a linear payout scale between 10,000 and 100,000. And the closer we get to 100,000, the closer we get to unlocking all the rewards. But if we get to 80%, or in this case, like 80,000, just for like round number sake, then, then you get 80% of the rewards based on that because that's the metric that you ended up um, achieving over a, a period of time. The, just to add on to that, like when uh, <laughs> Chandler uh, told me that we were going to be presenting like what KPI options are, uh, I was kind of like, I don't know, not nervous about that, but basically like it's hard to actually define what KPI options are because the de- the design space is so broad. Like mm-hmm. basically any metric that can be like accurately measured and is somewhat manipulation resistant um, can be used as a KPI. It's all about like what works best uh, for the DAO. Um, and also like the types of payouts you can use. So like Chandler just described a linear payout KPI option, um, but like the types of payouts you can use is also very flexible. Like you could also do some sort of like binary KPI option where it's like, you know, we really need this metric by this certain time. And so like, we're gonna push everybody to to really work hard for that because they'll get a full payout at that time if we hit it, but no payout if we don't hit it. Um, yeah. So what what you're saying, like in short, is like if we can find a price oracle for a way to define it, we can create an option for it. Would that be? Absolutely. And so it's 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 wide open, basically. For I mean, there's you could do almost anything with this. Like you could create any kind of incentive as long as you can define a price oracle. Is what I'm saying. Absolutely. And with UMA, um, like all like the payout definition structure or like our our price oracle is rather unique in that um, 
you know, like very bespoke or complicated uh, calculations are basically enabled because um, like a, the settlement time is rather slow and like allows for that. And also uh, like all of our calculations happen off chain and only once at the time of settlement of the KPI options. So there's no need for like efficiency or like an on-chain continuous price oracle for these KPI options. Uh, see. That sounds great. Um, I'd like to also revisit uh, or just highlight again that the the kind of KPI that we'd want to be targeting should ideally be manipulation resistant, um, just to avoid any kind of uh, last minute bumper shockers or just avoid anyone sort of uh, you know, messing around with the likelihood of the uh, rewards uh, eventually you know, uh, getting distributed the way we want it to. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a real like learning process. So, like um, as kind of as Chandler said, we this is still very new, and we're still like learning uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of what we can do with these options. So, um, um, personally, I've been trying to encourage people to like push the boundaries and come up with new and just like out of the box ideas uh, of ways we can use them like through our bounty programs and community incentivization programs, things like that. But um, once again, our key, uh, I, I don't want to draw away from the fact that uh, like Rather said, you know, what we want to target here is um, something specific. Yeah. And, and to that, to that point, I think an important lesson that's worth noting so that everyone here realizes some of the other things that have, have happened around KPI options before and, and that's actually like a lesson that we at Uma ourselves learned, right? In our first KPI option program, we targeted TDL as like the most important metric for, for Uma. And we, we chose that somewhat blindly um, because we thought that that was our most important metric at Uma. And while TDL is important, doing the process of like creating the options, creating the payouts, and then seeing how, how the community responded as a result gave us a far more clear picture of where we should be spending our time. So, so instead of Uber focusing solely on, on TVL, we realized that actually integrations and, and developers building on Uber was the most important metric. And, and, and TVL comes as a proxy from that, right? The more developers that use your that use your contracts, the more TVL you will have inherently. So, actually, the process of like learning from Uma was was extremely valuable. We wouldn't have had that very clear insight without having gone through one iteration of KPI options. Yeah, and a lot of that is what spawned. Um, a lot of what everyone sees here today with the super human community, you know, I mean, that that's what grew from the actual uh, UTVL airdrop program, you know, the first iteration of the KPI options. So we saw uh, an amazing like uh, community growth and realized that we can use these um, in tons of different ways to, um, to incentivize all kinds of different things. But like, uh, we believe that community is is very important here in DeFi, so I, I think that um, that's been a big target for us. And uh, just like today, like here with with everyone who's here, um, you know, wanting to learn what we're doing, 
um, I'd encourage all of you to get involved, you know, and if you have any questions, like that's what we're here for today is to answer any questions you may have about this. We don't want to get super technical, um, but we do want everybody to understand like what our goals are and what we're trying to achieve here. Yeah, I think uh, Poopster, you and Chandler called out some important points, uh, especially Chandler, your point around really identifying what is valuable to the protocol, what's actually valuable to the health and the growth of the protocol. Uh, whereas in your case, you know, that started off with TBL and then realized that integrations would actually drives the TBL, um, if I were to sort of simplify that. Um, so I, I'd like to take this opportunity to just check in if there are any uh, you know, questions from the audience. Otherwise, we can start looking at some of those, you know, some of those metrics and some of those ideas around metrics that have been drafted so far in the document. Um, yeah. So just checking in anyone in the audience. Yeah, perfect. Was there um, anything on the chat? Feel, feel free to raise your hand if you want to come up and see. Uh, the raise the hand feature is right there at the bottom of your screen. And I'm not sure if you could just help us out. If there's anything in the text chat, uh, any questions over there, if you could just call it out, that would be great. Uh, and, cool. yeah. and I was I was going to say if we don't if we don't have anything, I I encourage uh, writers to go ahead and kind of expand upon what his thoughts were and what like his he had some really great ideas, and we also had a, a several other community members uh, pitch in. Including Evan, I'm not sure if he's here today. I'm sorry, I'm driving, so I can't uh, really look at what's going on. But um, we we had quite a few uh, uh, out community members chipping in and, and throwing ideas out there. So, like, if, if there's any, um, if there's not any questions at this time, I think we can kind of. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a good point, Rathers. If you want to go ahead and 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 kick it off and and show everybody what uh, what has been going on. I'm sure that's going to spark a ton of different ideas uh, and yeah. questions from the community. So, floor yours. Sounds great. Um, and just again, a uh, heads up, my cats may join in at any point in time. Um, I'll try to translate. If I can't, then bear with me. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, right off the bat, uh, just looking at some of, as Poopster said, right, some of the suggestions and ideas that have already been floated around in the partnerships and collab channel. Uh, one of the top ones um, that I saw personally, and of course, everyone, please chime in, was uh, targeting my in circulation. Um, now, that is basically co correlated to the increase in collateral deposits, um, likelihood of higher LTV borrows, as well as the fact that my minted at the swap. Um, the first two, which is increased collateral deposits, as well as higher LTV borrows, do uh, you know help the growth overall. We want to be incentivizing, we want to be uh, in trying to grow that, sorry, uh, grow the overall um, vault usage as well as mine circulation. At the end of the day, it helps with our repayment fees, right? 0.5% repayment fees. Um, the latter, my internet swap, obviously isn't uh, directly helpful in any, any specific way. So there was a sort of a related point uh, which could be used instead. So instead of mine circulation, uh, another metric related to that that we could use would be my borrowed against collateral or possibly even the number of debt ceilings that are raised against certain vaults. Um, this is coming off of a point Benjamin uh, called out uh, in the chat a couple of days ago that uh, 
the, the number of debts we raise is also correlates to the uh, likelihood of repayment fees. So these are very much closely tied to vault usage and probably uh, some of the better ones uh, also um, that we can consider. Um, another one that's, uh, so it was called out, this was a credit to Evan uh, in the community was around education, right? This is a big point in terms of awareness as well as in terms of actually getting folks to, you know, uh, have a level of commitment, have a level, have a level of uh, contribution uh, to the DAO as well as to the uh, community on the whole. Uh, for example, just today, I think it was uh, Pingu who put out uh, a thread just sort of calling out different strats and different ways in which you can actually utilize all the options and all the different aspects of Cheetah just to be able to, you know, uh, find a version that works for you. And I've actually just been linking people left, right and center on the general channel uh, who are coming in and asking, hey, how do I use my USDC to get Chi or how do I use my Chi to, um, you know, uh, to, how do I grow my Chi and so on. So that kind of uh, engagement, that kind of uh, community contribution would be great. Um, the bounties program basically would be the um, sort of the framework around which you could actually use KPI options. Um, you, your bounties, instead of them being direct chi, could, for example, be um, uh, KPI options, um, mainly intended to get community members to step up and sort of complete those bounties. Um, the main sort of aspects around uh, the value that that would give would be, of course, improved awareness, uh, understanding of how our walls work and uh, factors, of course, in terms of determining the kind of KPI options or the quantity of KPI options that would be delivered could be shareability, the quality of the, um, you know, the educational content. Um, and so, of course, the value that it's being that it's providing. Um, so those, of course, would be open to discussion and open for us to sort of identify as well as a DAO. Um, some examples that Evan had given was um, high quality educational content to supplement the weekly reports that the team is putting out. So a lot of numbers get uh, you know put in there and, and we do see a lot of conversation in the general chat as well as a couple of other channels asking about, OK, how does this number correlate to so and so or how does that actually relate to, you know, uh, protocol health and so forth. So educational content around, around that could be helpful. That could also be shared outside social networks and so on. Um, can also uh, we could also consider an R&D based um, approach, uh, some level of education around or other R&D into stablecoin theory, advancements and applications um, that could be helpful uh, in the longer run. Uh, there was a, a document, sorry, an article put out by the Defiant recently, a Defiant or Consensus, I forget, uh, basically calling out that so far, um, a lot of TVL has been focused around a lot of, a lot of spending rather from treasuries focused around the actual protocol or incentives and rewards. And there's a very, very small percentage that's actually in R&D, whereas in, you know, TradFi and, of course, other standard companies, it's there is a much healthier ratio. So if that would make sense for us, that would also be another space that we could look at a KPI option incentives around uh, R&D. And another suggestion uh, Evan had was around uh, possibly even a wiki that kind of covers all aspects um, uh, that probably would grow uh, over and above the docs. Um, and maybe we could sort of tap into uh, even uh, beyond my finance and look at crypto info or even Polygon in general. So valuable uh, for us to consider. Uh, uh, should I take a quick pause here and just check on the stage? Are there any thoughts to any of these or should I go ahead? With yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should. Uh, I wanted to throw a couple key points out there real quick. 
Um, I, I think that with um, <clears throat> targeting like uh, Mayan circulation, I think that we should all consider, and this is very important as well, that right now there's a proposal um, in curve governance for um, for my to be for us to be whitelisted and uh, basically to uh, maybe I'm not saying it right, but anyway, to have us added uh, to curve um, to have my added. That's correct. Uh, to like yes. uh, to a four pool, right? To, so um, keep in mind that I think that that would likely be a very easy target with some of the things that we have on the board right now, um, as well as uh, I wanted to comment on the like the community based aspect of this. Um, I can, from my experience with Harvest Finance, we we did have like somebody build our community just built uh, our wiki and. Um, so now it's it's mostly community run at this point. I mean, we still maintain it as a as a moderation team, but uh, for the most part, like it's all community built and run. And and um, you know, back then there wasn't incentive programs for this type of stuff. We didn't have KPI options. We didn't have that kind of thing. Um, so anyway, it's I think it's a really it would be a very helpful thing for this community to have and to have the community do it. I think would be an amazing uh, uh, example of how. Um, this project can be community run and decentralized. Great, thanks a lot, Mister. Uh, any other thoughts? Yeah. Also on the mine circulation KPI, um, I know you listed some things that are correlated to an increase in mine circulation here. Um, the increased collateral deposits, etc., um, which I think all makes sense. Right. But uh, I think a cool thing about a somewhat like broad KPI like this is that it creates like other areas for like motivated community members or like KPI options holders to find areas where they can contribute to improving this KPI. So some of this stuff like education or like with UMA's KPI, like integrations stuff like that would probably all help uh, increase the mine circulation. Um, so basically it would allow people that are holding KPI options to like find where they could contribute to improving this KPI, um, which I think is like really cool and really powerful. Actually, that's pretty much the next uh, idea that was shared out. This is through Theo. Uh, forgive me for this uh, speed, slices speed, apologies, and and, and Poopster as well. Uh, and this is around targeting investors or partners or even liquidity uh, liquidity providers. Um, very much in the vein of uh, you know uh, again uh, growing mine circulation, right? They kind of go hand in hand as well. So um, just sort of going through that list, um, how would it work for each of these uh, audiences? Uh, for investors, it could be sort of investor, sorry, investors or partners. It could be about incentivizing them uh, to assist in vault usage growth. Uh, and that could be through vault boosts um, that they do, um, public endorsements, uh, or just generally evangelizing around it. Um, so these could be, uh, of course, over and above anything that they're doing out of goodwill. This could also just be something that they uh may choose to do uh, or we choose to sort of you know give the, give them some kpi options and then they choose to then distribute it through bounties or through you know any internal community programs that they have 
or or as incentives themselves for their communities to actually come in and start using uh, my finance vaults. So a lot of options around that. Um, and uh, when we talk about liquidity providers, there's been a lot of discussion around what do we do or what do we consider doing around um, right the uh, the liquidity pool uh, rewards that are currently targeted to end on November first. So one possible idea that was thrown out was possibly after November first, instead of using Chi emission rewards, we could use KPI options in some way or form um, against that as well. So that could help for, uh, at, at the very least, for my USD, uh, my USDC when we're talking about keeping that liquidity um, and ensuring that. There's of course a lot of discussions around the my Chi pool, uh, but I think that's probably a larger conversation uh, that we could look in. Um, another thought that was added in was uh, these KPI um, options around the uh, liquidity pool uh, could be linked in some form to emissions, um, or they could even be they could be made available in some form or the other for swapping, uh, possibly. Uh, yeah, so just a quick pause over here again, uh, as as you as you noted, Sean, like some of these actually also correlate with each other, right? Um, the ideas can work hand in hand, it doesn't have to be just one. Um, but if we pick a metric that is broad enough, like you said, has a lot of options around how do you actually achieve that uh, KPI, uh, it just helps the community you know, figure out what their niche is or what their way of contributing can be. And in a way also incentivize uh, possibly guilds or strats or groups or channels coming together and helping sort of drive that. Even as Poopster mentioned, for example, with the uh, wiki uh, example. Uh, yeah, and also I just want to throw out there that um, I think that creates a really interesting and um, cool metric when you allow for liquidity to be uh, for you know for these um, cap for our KPI options to be liquid and to allow people to speculate on them. In other words, if we throw them in an in, in LP pool and let people buy and sell them, I think that creates a really interesting kind of it it's just another aspect of this that can bring more um, attention, um, more volume, more, uh, 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 you know, more interest, more speculation to the, uh, to the whole thing. Absolutely. Um, community. We want to hear a little bit from, from y'all as well. Uh, any, any kind of questions or suggestions here, so uh, please raise your hand if you do want to come up, and I mean you can you can come up and give a new idea. You can give your feedback on on some of the ones that have just uh, come out. Um, anybody uh, want to come up on stage? Or if there's just there any questions. Questions in general about how like um how any of this works, you know, I, I, I we understand that this isn't. Um, that this is, there's some level of technicality to this that, um, like maybe over some people's heads is, is some of it's over my head, but like, if you, if you have any questions, um, we're, we're here to like help you understand how this all works. We can dumb it down for people like me. Yeah. So grow up, you and us here on stage. Yeah. Um, uh, hi guys. I'm involved in a couple of the communities, including Uma, but, and this is more of a comment slash um, possibility. And I was involved in a call with uh, uh, BadgerDAO and they had a KPI option. Um, and one of the questions was, well, what happens if you don't reach your goal? 
but you have people that actually held the options. And this kind of gets a little bit of Poopster's um, question on liquidity. And one of the possible solutions they came up with was if people held their KPI options, then they would issue another one, sort of roll the option. Um, <clears throat> and that would increase their ability to, to gain rewards in the next stage. So the nice thing about it is it, you don't have to set your goal and just hope it happens. And it's a little bit, it goes to Chandler's point about the flexibility of these options, because you can also measure which wallets held them, what they did with them. Um, if the goal is to increase liquidity, you can help encourage people to bet on that and presumably create incentives for them to, to encourage liquidity, either by making those LP token purchases themselves or encouraging others. So there's, there's so much that you can do with it. Um, it, it is difficult to pin down, but it, it's extremely flexible, both within the KPI option itself, but also designing the systems around it to create kind of meta promotions, if you will, uh, over time. So just a comment. Yeah, I'm super glad you brought that up. I think what Badger's doing with their dig, uh, dig rebasing KPI options is super cool because, uh, like you said, like there's kind of, there's, there's things that contribute to the overall KPI. In Badger's case, it's we want to optimize for the most amount of like positive dig rebases within a month. And there's things that support that. And same here with like, Cheetah's uh, proposed KPI, right? There's stuff like increased or like higher LTV um, ratios. And you could think about like even incentivizing the amount of like KPI options that you're airdropping to people as kind of a meta KPI within the overall KPI option. And uh, like use a payout such as like the amount of KPI options that you pay to somebody based upon their like on-chain activity. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know that. So it's a KPI option inception. Nice. Well, yeah, and yeah, just to just to kind of reiterate, you know, we're still all learning here, and and um, just as Sean has said, you know, Dig has really embraced this and seen like how it can be beneficial to them. So, um, of course, they like right off the bat, they didn't have like a a lot of success, but it was a but they learned a lot from it. So same same way we kind of did um, with Uma and UTVL. You know, we may not have uh, accomplished uh, the goal we were trying to. Uh, 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 achieve, but we learned a lot in the process and, and actually achieved different ghost goals. So I think that the cool thing that we'll see here is um, we may not see like, we may not, what we'll see is like different ways that we can use these to um, in the future. I think just from using them and it, it and it, it, uh, it can be beneficial to us in the long run. I'll take the silence to jump in with my question then, if that's okay. Um, so the, I think the biggest thing on a lot of people's agendas is um, how the KPI options would, would connect with uh, Qi emissions, uh, because it seems like there's a bunch of scuttlebutt in a lot of corners that emissions are too high. Um, we don't necessarily need to like solve that problem right now more so what the team envisions the reward structure looking like 
given that lens that a lot of people want to see emissions reduced. Uh, and then another side question that might be easier to answer um, is how is something like uh, educational content actually measured if you guys are saying that the KPI should be easy to measure when something like educational content that's super valuable, like the thread about the investment strategies, is inherently difficult to manage engagement since we don't have access to Discord's analytics. Uh, that's a that's a great question. In terms of uh, Discord analytics, I think we can um, we can probably pull something from from there. When it comes to your question, in terms of Chi emissions, uh, yeah, that's um, that's a a great question. It's a it's a difficult one to still balance because again, um, you know, there there are a few different objectives that we're trying to achieve. Um, trying to achieve here as well, which we'll probably be going uh, going through pretty soon. But I'm, um, you know, raising awareness, getting people in the door, getting people to use the product, and um, and really just fall in love with it. A lot of times, you're going to need to attract them somehow. Uh, and so we're trying to see what is the best way to attract them without um, without just throwing a ton of chi at them. But again, that can be, um, you know, that can be difficult. Um, I, I can kind of just maybe speak to that point a little bit, just in some experiences that we've had around, or, or just some discussions that we've had around reward structures um, and, and how they typically work. And with with emission rates, kind of, if you if you want to like just you know have a, a standard uh, emission rate and you you kind of using that to incentivize whatever it is that that you think is important to attract new users that that's fine and it kind of works but it, it leads to some like um to some like n- not so aligned incentives when a when a person can just kind of like hey i'm going to participate the bare minimum so that i can uh, receive this reward and receive this this emission and it's it's kind of actually similar to how like you know a bunch of people join this call because there's a free po app at the end of it but and all they're doing is just kind of really just opening up their discord um their discord call and that's perfectly fine right but when when you want to kind of align your incentive from a protocol level with those new users what you can say by using like a kpi option type structure is we can give out more rewards to individuals that have uh, or kind of, you know, participants that have um, uh, demonstrated uh, levels of like engagement that aligns with what we're trying to target. And so it, it basically cuts out the uh, the minimum requirement for a for an individual to kind of get an emission reward and but but trades that off by allowing the protocol to reward individuals at a far greater level than than um than just a standard like you know blanket emission type structure and and kind of a, a way i think about it when talking to other teams is that like when you're giving out kpa options rewards versus like standard reward mechanisms it's it's through the standard reward mechanism you give out the reward and like whether the result happened or not is irrelevant you're giving out the reward whereas with kpi options 
you can give out the same level of rewards, but only really pay for, like, and I say pay in inverted commas, pay for the, for the outcome that you got. And so in cases where the, the metric didn't move, that means that you didn't actually pay out all the rewards and therefore you've actually kind of dropped the emission rate because the response to that specific reward was, um, was tied to the metric that didn't get achieved. I think in I think in short, what Chandler is trying to say is is that this is a better way to target um, to use your emissions to target what you want to achieve. So um, so understanding where they would come from, uh, that would be up to I guess governance here. But um, I, I I would think that perhaps we would be in favor of of cutting some emissions somewhere um, to provide for something like this, where we can better target um, where we want slash need liquidity or whatever it might be. Awesome. Thanks guys. That answers my questions. Perfect. Okay. Oh, that was great. Thank you, Chandler. Um, I think it's Mizzle. Hey man, how, how, how everybody doing today? Doing well, doing well. Good, good. Um, Awesome discussion so far. I just want to chime in a few quick things real quick. Um, I know, I guess one of my first questions is, what is the ideal user um, that Chi is trying to target when it comes in? Are you trying to target like the, like the, like the person that's new to Polygon? Or are we going to try to target the more advanced users who, who are using the Aave um, market vaults to incentivize? And my next question is, um, if, if the uh, the options are centered around content, how much content is enough in this case? Um, is that, I mean, everybody really can't make content, uh, content because it's just going to be regurgitating the same information over and over again. So I, I just wanted to um, see what the team thought about that. I think, th I think real quick, I don't want to answer that, but I think that's a great question. I think that that should be up to the community to actually decide like um, who, who, who gets what and what, like, I would be all for us designing that program, not the team. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with uh, with Pusa there. Um, I, I mean, in my in my point, when it comes to amount of content, uh, the more content that you can push out there, the better it's going to be. I, I know that a lot of a lot of times it will be regurgitating the same stuff. Um, but it may be hitting different, uh, different audiences. Uh, right. it's, yeah, it, it, I, honestly, in my, my opinion, it's, it's never, never too much content. Um, it's just going to be more eyeballs in terms of the, you know, the type, the type of users. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got the, we've got the chimps, we've got, um, you know, some, some diehard users there. We're, I mean, we as a community are trying to um, reach out to the the Polygon specific people that that are maybe on Polygon but don't necessarily know what you know what Chidao is or the benefits of uh, of Chidao, such as the people that are on Ave. But then you also have those individuals that are on Mainnet that are DeFi. You know, you know they're familiar with DeFi, but they're not too familiar with polygon and trying to bring them over and you know show them the light 
Awesome. Awesome. That um, that pretty much clears up my question. Just on the outside looking in, it seems like incentivizing Aave um, users would be the way to go because I know they got over, is it 20 billion now in TVL lock? I know that's not like the only metric, but you know, that shows people actually using that product. So to tie, to be tied to that, it's always a great thing. Well, personally, I'd like to see us target curve as well. And um, maybe, maybe. So like, there's like, like I said, that's up to us. Like we decide that. So like, this is a community program. It's everybody's welcome and encouraged to pitch in. And um, like, basically we're designing a reward structure for the people who are going to be designing this now. Right. So, I mean, you know, think about it. Just uh. A couple of thoughts. Uh, I think it's a great line of questioning. And like one of the cool things about KPI options is you can kind of use it as you not only can use it to incentivize and like reward active users now, but you can also use it as kind of like a customer acquisition strategy, like you guys are talking about. Like conceivably, you could airdrop this to like any holder of like the Matic token, right? Um, not saying you should do that because that'd be a like pretty broad and not targeted user base. But like if you if you really wanted to incentivize people to that were already on Polygon to come use uh, Cheetow, then like you know a strategy like that might fit. Um, also on the education thing, since there's been a couple questions about like how do we measure that, um, I'm not saying like we shouldn't do the education KPI. Um, but just from like Uma's experience, uh, I think something like education or like educational content usually works better if it's kind of geared towards a more specific goal, um, where you can actually measure that specific goal and educational content could help you achieve that, but might not actually be the KPI. Because I think Mizzle, like, like you said, like a lot of times just like educational content for the sake of educational content is not actually useful. But if it's targeted towards like a larger KPI that like we know is useful for Cheetow, then, uh, then yeah, like that's something that could be incentivized kind of by proxy. Hey, am I audible? Yep. Okay. Looks like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, just calling on again, yeah, some great questions there, Mizzle. Um, another point of the document uh, is actually going with a hybrid approach, which is the idea of pretty much spreading out um, how we'd want to actually look at, um, you know, distributing and um, targeting, yeah, right? Who should who should be getting the, who should get the KPI options in terms of the, um, the impact they're having in the community. And I think Sean brought up a great point in terms of really tying whatever the action is uh, to the value it's actually providing to the protocol. Um, so defining that will definitely be also part of all right, uh, us as a community coming together and sort of uh, brainstorming on that. Uh, and another point you brought up around targeting, who, who do we target and how do we target that? Um, if we look at the point on incentive mechanisms, um, there was a suggestion by I think it was EA Sports um, and Deadcoin, uh, which is around um, airdropping uh, key options, sorry, uh, KPI options, um, possibly to external governance uh, programs. So basically, whoever is active in Aave 
uh, governance vote or whoever's active in, say, curve voting and so on. So it's not just the community at large. It could even be specific, uh, you know, participants who are actively trying to grow their own communities because then we can try to align with them in terms of how they can also help us uh, or drive their communities to work with us or, or use our balls and so on. So it kind of ties back to the idea earlier of um, partners being incentivized with KPI options to drive their communities as well uh, to use my balls. Um, yeah, just wanted to point that out. Um, I think one point that was that's not been discussed, uh, but might have been discussed in the chat, I might have scanned a few of those, is uh, what would we want to actually have backing uh, the KPI options? That obviously the two key choices would be uh, my-based KPI options or G-based uh, options as well. So a lot of the conversation that uh, I collated, and again, this is more from earlier conversations we of course can evolve, was around looking at my-based KPI options, mainly with the fact that it opens up the the um, the, the the recipient to, to kind of do with it as they please. They could buy chi if they want. Um, they could dump it and they could they could utilize it, however. They could add it to the LP. Um, it's got deep liquidity, so that doesn't really impact, um, you know, it won't impact our price. Uh, we don't have to worry too much about KPI options being dumped on conversion if we go with the chi-based approach. So there are a couple of proponents around that, but again, open, you know, open floor, and, and we should start thinking about, you know, what backs the KPI option as well. If there are any thoughts around that from the folks on the stage or any questions around that from the audience would be great to hear because I think this will also be a big point and we're coming to a close on the hour. Uh, I just have got a quick question about that. Um, with the, I know I know with the regards to people, once they get it dumping, is it possible to uh, reward the KPI options and um, stake chi like for like chi uh, power or whatever? Is that, is that is that an option? Is that possible? Because that way you can set it for a time date that it unlocks after the fact. That's I would assume that would be possible if we had our stake chi as an ERC twenty. Uh, but maybe the team can answer that if that's something they are working towards or it's alpha. Yeah, at the moment you can't really. Um, I mean, each is not transferable, so we couldn't really like give people that. Um, but I guess like. You could do an KPI option or some kind of option with Qi that logs after a certain amount of time. Um, but yeah, yeah, giving people each, I don't think that's possible at the moment. I, I think the UMA team, you all have spoken about vesting as part of the way KPI options unlock. Is there anything around that you can shed some light on? Or, I mean, we can even take this off, uh, take this forward in the community at a later time. Um, I mean, KPI options themselves are like a, a form of vesting, right? So like Chandler, and there's a good question about like emissions earlier, right? So it's not like, it's not immediate emissions now, but it's a form of like vested emissions if you hold on to your KPI options with some optionality attached to that. Um, you could also, you could also like create multiple KPI options contracts that kind of vest or settle at different dates. Um, yeah, so it, it's like pretty flexible with what you could do. Like you don't need specifically like one KPI option token necessarily if the desire was to like have these unlock at different times. Um, yeah, 
I, I think the other cool thing about like attaching the optionality to this is something Chandler was touching on earlier where it's like, you know, these tokens are only like quote unquote, like vested if like the protocol is improved and like this, this key KPI has been hit. Um, so like even it in terms of like emissions, it's like a much better form of emissions in my opinion, because like if, there are large missions because like most of the KPI has been hit, then it's kind of a win-win, right? Like the KPI options holders win because they get more chi or my tokens at this time, but then also the protocol wins and probably like the chi token would be like more valuable at this time because there's like more lock my locked, um, which I think is like a cool side effect. Okay, so is there any more uh, quick questions from the audience? Anyone wants to raise uh, their hand for uh, one minute, two minutes? Uh, okay. Let's go Thanos here. Tano? Hello, can you guys yeah. hear me? Yeah. Okay, maybe just a question towards the UMA team. Uh, like... I'm an investor in the project. I, I love the technology, but I also love the, the investment that you get with it. How do you guys see this the, the UMA options for people that are not 100% actively in the community? Like I cannot sit on Discord for 10 hours a day uh, discussing everything, but I still believe in the projects. How do you guys see any KPI options going with that? Because the most of the KPI options that we were talking about we're uh, putting out uh, educational content um, and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if there are any other KPI options that people can can uh, buy into uh, to also um, look towards the future of key, but not be 100% active in this specific community. Because I think there is a lot of people who are also active in, in other communities and, and most of the time, it, it takes a lot of time to be active in a community. I think a lot of people know that here. And that is actually just my question. So what KPI options do you see for people that are not 100% active in this specific community? Uh, do you have any comments on that? That's a great question. And, and thanks for that. Because one of the things I wanted to mention um, around why KPI options become what makes a KPI option program more effective versus another one. And that is this concept of, of firstly, the metric is really important. Like what is it you're actually incentivizing? And then the other one is who gets the option is also of equal uh, value to, to the outcome of the actual program. And those two go hand in hand when, when it comes to the specific metric type. For, for the discussion that we've had for the majority of today, I agree with you, it's mainly community-based and it might not be inclusive of, of uh, like a, a different set of stakeholders, but nothing stops um, a DAO, UMA, Chidao, or any other um, organization to create a KPI option that might have um, a different set of stakeholders be the most valuable um stakeholder to move the needle on a specific metric and in fact over a period of i think about like three or four weeks now um a few investors uh that are, are looking at wanting to invest in DAOs 
are wanting to um, do a series of, of like investments using different types of financial products, and one that has come up in discussions once or twice is the idea of having investments based on, on, on KPIs, which, if you think about it, looks very similar to a term sheet or a, a normal uh, investment term sheet that venture capital could, could work with. So to answer your question, you can absolutely create a KPI-based um, for, for investors or, or kind of not actively involved uh, community members, as, and that can be just as effective as actually creating a KPI option for a community-based program. And I'd just like to add in uh, one other part of the conversation that I sort of picked up on was the idea of using KPI options as rewards or incentives as well. So it could very much, uh, I imagine, in some way or the other, be allowed to, uh, you know, incentivize vault usage. Um, actually, like based on your collateral borrowing, et cetera, we're having a chip on that right now. So I would imagine that's a feasible uh, option as well. Um, or even linked to emissions, um, I think that was suggested as well in terms of uh, some portion of emissions automatically goes into uh, KPI options that are then distributed based on liquidity provision or, again, vault usage or other options. Yeah, so rewards, basically. Yeah, uh, like we have some other teams exploring uh, like liquidity mining uh, rewards based off of KPI options. So absolutely, like the kind of emissions of KPI options, like, you know, there's a lot of design space there and a lot of cool things you can do. Okay, fantastic. Well, I, I think that this this conversation can, can continue on um, like forever. I've got, I've got a bunch in my head. I'm like thinking, okay, can we have you know, increased protocol revenue. Um, like, how can we how can we get more people to lock up some chi? I think there's a lot of different things that um, that we can continue to, to discuss. I think we'll probably have these more often. Um, if you want to continue the discussions, if you want to throw in your ideas, head on over to the uh, to the text Chidao Uma AMA channel. Throw your ideas in there. Um, be active in the conversations because, again, this is only going to come to fruition if if the community, um, you know, wills it to be. Um, I see Poopster coming back in. Um, if you have any any kind of last minute thoughts right now or or comments, please raise your hand. Um, I think, uh, I, like me, I'll I'll be in here for a few more minutes. I don't want to speak for the rest of them. I'm sure that they have a bunch of other things that they've got to do. But uh, if you want to bounce some things around, I'll be here for a little bit. Um, but yeah, get involved. I really loved what what everyone here had to say. Um, even from the fireside chat that we had with Chandler, it, it opened my eyes to a lot of what Uma, uh, like what these KPI options are really capable of. Uh, if you again need to educate yourself in terms of what um, what those are, uh, check out the fireside chat or you know just ask some more questions in this um, in this channel. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. We got one more uh, question coming in.
I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies. <laughs> I did not operate the Discord UI. Uh, there's one thing that occurred to me that hasn't really been discussed, and that's uh, community participation in the actual, like, technical development of the protocol. Um, so going beyond educational stuff, but, like, building um, dashboards on top of the contracts, stuff along those lines, or farming out some of the dev work that you guys are doing to the community members. Is that something that would fit in with... I don't know if KPI options would be the best vehicle, but another option for community involvement that might be rewarded with the options. Yeah, I mean, right now we're already um, rewarding some people for doing things like doing analytics. So that's a little more technical, I guess, than just um, educational content. But I think it's important to see those people that have those skills and want to help out. Um, if they are, if they would be interested in like the KPI options, I think yeah, then we would definitely be open to something like that. And then, what's the best avenue for those participants to reach out to you guys? Um, I mean, yeah, always community suggestions is great. Um, our DMs are open, um, and of course, we have the the Chira Uma here, the the channel where people can you know message their ideas. But yeah, always open to hearing from the community about that. Yeah. Also, if there's if there's something specific that you'd like to do, for example, like the like a Dune Analytics uh, dashboard or something along those lines, you can also hop into the bounties, um, like the bounties channel, give a suggestion for a bounty, um, and say, "Hey, look, I think this would be really cool. I've got the skills to do it," um, and then we can go ahead and discuss that in in terms a channeler or or Sean. How have y'all seen? like KPI options for like dev work. Have you seen that before? Uh, we haven't specifically specifically seen KPI options for dev work, but um, like what we're doing now uh, with like the super humans and like building our communities, um, like kind of one-off things that probably don't need like a price oracle, like building you know, doing dev work or building educational content, stuff like that. Um, like sometimes it makes a lot of sense to reward those uh, with just a distribution of KPI options rather than having like the actual KPI be like, did this work get done? So you have like your overall KPI options and then you can like give those to people as a form of bounty. Um which is kind of cool because then like in a way people are incentivized to do like better dev work uh, or like better educational content because like the actual payout that they get for doing that work could like increase if like their work helps accomplish that goal. I think there's one more thing on that. If uh, One thing that I think it's not exactly just paying for dev work, but it's kind of analogous is that Uma has a KPI option-based grant program where, in essence, if you want to develop on Uma and, and we think your product's pretty cool or your idea is really cool, you can ask for a grant from Uma and it'll it'll have the same structure as a KPI option where you can have, you know, it's a cool project and you did some medium work and then you get a medium payout. But if you really kill it and it becomes like an amazing product, you can get a really awesome payout based, based on those KPIs. So, like... From a dev work perspective, we're actually doing something very similar that allows developers to build on us and, and they can get rewarded through through KPI options and it kind of helps align the developer with what 
what Uma would want to try and promote. Yeah, it, the distribution model that you're highlighting feels a lot like how startups do stock options for employees. So in that way, it could be structured around a similar thing where there's like a floor amount of payout to guarantee that the dev's work is compensated. And then there's like stretch goals that go above and beyond to compensate if if they go above and beyond or if their feature brings in a ton of attention to the protocol, uh, something along those lines. Absolutely. I, I think it's, you can completely compare it to like stock options. Okay, so I think there's like much more content that we will be speaking in further MS probably and further um, community connection. So um, we will be sharing now the pop, the pop that everyone has been waiting for. Um, if anyone is not familiar with it, you can you have to write a private message to the pop bots bots in in this in in the Discord. And write him with a keyword that I'm, I'll be sharing right now. Uh, so the keyword is, I, I, I will ask you, please, not to share it in the text channel and I'll keep it to you guys that you're listening. Because uh, it's like a reward of proof of attendance for you for be, for participating in this event. So the, the keyword is my.finance. Um, obviously, we want to, to share, to spread the word of my. So... Um, if you write a private message to the bot uh, with the my.finance keyword, you will uh, get the instructions to, to receive the, the, pot, the pop. Okay. And um, Kila, Ben, anyone last, last words? Yeah. Um, honestly, really appreciate uh, everyone who came to check this out. Really appreciate the UMA, UMA individuals, the super UMAs for for being here and sharing your insight. I think that, uh, I think that, that, you know, it's a fantastic way to get the community to rally behind something. We've already got fantastic, you know, chimps that, uh, that we have here. I, I think just, this is, this is probably a way that we can activate them in a way that, uh, you know, that we haven't before. Um, so I'm I'm excited I'm excited to see what the community, you know, wants to come out of this. Well, we've got some ideas as well that uh, we'll share in that document. Um, please please feel free to um, to add your ideas, comment, give suggestions. Um, I mean, through debates, better ideas come out. So uh, all in all, I think we all have a similar goal of of seeing you know seeing Chidao and Money Finance grow. So let's do this together. Yeah. Uh, one one last thing, a uh, huge shout shout out to Tom Kill because he did an amazing job with the with the pop. Okay, so that's it. Great job. Um, Thanks everyone. Super glad having everyone here. Thank you. Everyone. Yeah. Thank you all for having us on. It was it was a pleasure. Thanks everyone. Stay safe out there, folks. And thank you, Rathers. That's fantastic.